up? This is I'm Comics Podcast, episode 8. I'm Josh Casper, and this is... The Bizarre Mumble Jumbo, a.k.a. J.J. Kirby. What up, J.J.? Hello, Josh. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm chilling. I got a question. What? I don't get it, but you probably do. What's up with Archie Comics, and why is it so, like, important? I don't get it. I know <laughs> I know. growing up, um, I've seen it everywhere. Yeah. I tried to read it, and it's just, like, everyday life. So, like, it, yeah. to me, it was like, why is it a comic? Why? But a lot of people freaking love it. and it, I mean, it's still going strong. Of course. It had the, it had the history and the fan base. Um, I, I like I said, I don't profess to know everything about Archie Comics or, or you know, a little. I just know what I know about it. But um, I grew up reading Archie Comics back in the day before I got into Marvel Comics. And, um, yeah, I used to love reading Archie Comics. They were, like, fun. They were um, slice of life. They were uh, drawn in a cool style. They were consistent. Yeah. Um, and they were re- relatable. So it's just like you get Archie, who lives in Riverdale, and you have Betty and Veronica, which are two, uh, one blonde, which is Betty, and Veronica, who's the brunette. Uh, Veronica is uh, wealthy, and Betty is, uh, you know, middle, middle Regular girl. Regular girl. But they're best friends, and they both love Archie. Ooh. And so, like, the whole thing was always about them competing for Archie's love. Yeah. And Archie being like, you know, I'm going with her, you know, or I'm going with her, you know, it's just, it's just like, because it was like, Betty loves Betty loves Archie and Veronica, and then it'd be like, Veronica loves Archie, and it's like, there'd be those stories that focus on Veronica loving Archie more, yeah. or, or her antics, or Betty Damn. loving, like, her her antics to get Betty, or, you know, to get Archie more. Yeah. So they had those books like that, and plus they had spinoff characters of the uh, of their character, uh, other friends that they had in their group, like Jughead. Yeah, and, you know he had his own book. Like the cheeseburger box. Or something? He was like, or was he, he, he was like crown. this. His, 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 I forgot. I don't know. If, I don't know the proper term <laughs> of the hat, but it was the hat that was worn back in the day, yeah. where it's just like, um, yeah, it was cut like a crown, like yeah. a derby kind of, but with a crown. Like, um, and he he rocked that. That was his signature style. He had a long nose and like uh, was tall and skinny, like Shaggy. Yeah. But um, his whole thing was he loved hamburgers. Hamburgers was his <laughs> thing, and like you know he eats and eats and eats and like never gains. And, you know, you know he got this. He was skinny though. Yeah, skinny. Yeah, yeah. But um, I say he was chill. He probably smoked weed, but they never show that shit. Yeah. That, that ain't his thing. That's why but, eating all those cheeseburgers. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like that. That was his thing. But it was definitely a, a family friendly book. Yeah. Um, and with a cast of characters, the universe that they created in this town called Riverdale was yeah. believable. So, um, yeah, it was it, it, at an age when you're young and you're not ready for um, Superman and Wolverine and, like, you know, uh, Teen Titans or whatever. Back when, you know, yeah. when I remember it, it was like, and I was a kid, it was like Archie was a side, like Casper the Ghost and Richie Rich and all that shit, you know, yeah. like Harvey Comics and shit and Archie Comics were like the kid-friendly kid shit. Yeah. So imagine a generation that grew up on that because not every generation grows up on the same thing. Yeah. So, Part of my generation got to grow up on Archie Comics, yeah. you know, and I know that Archie Comics was out before me, you know, before like before I was even checking for comic books, you know. <laughs> when, but, when was it, like in the fifties, right? It probably when it first came out. Yeah. Probably, like I said, I don't, I don't like, I don't know the history, but it sounds like they've been doing that shit for that long. But yeah. so imagine they've been doing stories that damn long for this damn universe. So the people who grew up, who was checking for comics, yeah. Grew up on that shit. That's why they have a fan base, and they like they they they're aware of it. So it's, it's a timeless situation, yeah. you know. So I know recently they um, I forgot the writer's name that that got the I, don't, I can say take over Harvey like Archie Comics, but yeah. he, the, I don't know if it's not Brian Michael Bendis. Um, I know there was a, a couple of Archie comics that came out a while ago. They had like Archie versus Predator. <laughs> or it was Archie meets Predator. Um, they had a bunch of crazy like Archie meets like yeah. famous people and or horror movie characters and stuff like but, that. But see, that's 
that's trying to keep their franchise alive and, yeah. and, and vibrant and irrelevant. So, like, imagine, like, you've been doing this shit for, like, spaces the 50s or it's whatever. Like, it's like the Simpsons of comics, right? Right, like, right, it's right. right. It's, been, it's been going that long. Yeah. And it's like, it's not Marvel or DC. It's an yeah. independent publisher, I would assume. That, like, that's the craziest thing, too. Is, yeah, I always thought it was just an independent guy. Yeah. I, like I said, I've seen... Probably as a kid too, Archie Comics was always there. I didn't know what it was. I was like, "What is this? I don't get it. You right. I don't like it." But but like, like, what if the you, hell? If you, but, yeah. if you read it and understood, like you know, he was down for the ride, you'd be like, "This is, this is dope yeah. shit. It's fun shit. It's cool." You know, what I mean, it has drama and it has uh, tension and it has like humor and everything. You know, it's like it's just it was cool. And I was like, oh, "Okay, um, yeah." So it's like the new situation is they have a uh, who is the main dude? Who took somebody who's a mainstream writer took over. Uh, mainly the lore of where Archie yeah. Comics in the, in the direction that it's going. So he's taking and making it where they're drawing it more realistic, yeah, as opposed to the house style that Archie's always been known for. Yeah, the old school style, which is dope, which is dope, yeah. consistent and dope. I'm like that. I think he, uh, whoever the main first artist was, who hired other people under him, or maybe to like draw that style or whatever. I'm like, yeah. but the, the volumes of of art that came out, like they used to put out the digest, like in the grocery yeah. store, yeah, yeah. those. Thick, look like little books oh, next yeah, to the TV Archie. Weekly and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big yellow books. That, yeah, there's Archie on. As it. an like, artist really? who draws comic books, I'm like that shit's like mind blowing. All the shit that they put out for Archie Comics consistently yeah. for years, and not just on the newsstand. I was like, you know, in grocery stores. Yeah, no, yeah, the comic every, books are everywhere. It was everywhere. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like he had whoever was had it, him the fuck up. Archie Comics had it, him the fuck up. So now they like I said when when they did the whole thing where Archie versus the Predators or Kiss or whoever the fuck he was yeah. rolling up against Freddie whoever, that was just marketing. They just like let's cross over, let's see it. Like you know it'd be interesting to do. How can we make you know the Predator come to Riverdale and yeah. Archie have to deal with it? And it's just like yeah, that is interesting. Like what the fuck would he do? That's off the cuff. We never thought about some shit like that. Yeah. But it's like was it hot? Was it memorable? I don't know. I didn't I didn't pursue it. Um, I knew it was a gimmick and I ain't tripping off of it. Yeah. It is what it is. You know, um, I know that, like I said, the new books, the new Archies, they're uh, being spearheaded by uh, somebody who's taking it in a direction where like, we're going to do more uh, grown up artwork. Yeah. You know, more mainstream artwork now. So the stories have a chance to be uh, interpreted by some new, fresh creators yeah. you know so i haven't picked up the, the jughead when they did and i haven't picked up the mainstream archie when they did but i have picked up the betty and veronica when i like that because it's drawn by my dude adam hughes big up adam big up <laughs> like he's getting it right and yeah. you know like he's just he gets yeah, to draw the, it the and write nice. it. well it's just like dude i love like this is this is issue number two i'm, I'm showing you right yeah. now and it's like the cover it's like it's 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 just dipped in Adam Hughes yeah. uh, cleverness like the whole thing of like you know they're supposed to be feuding right now Betty yeah. and Veronica are feuding right now you get that from the title where it's like Betty and Veronica but it's like it's verses, verses in, the middle. Right in the middle you yeah. know what I mean it's like this person's tearing the picture of Betty and Veronica that are cheek to cheek doing the whole like hand uh, making heart symbol and shit just ripping it in, yeah. the whole picture in half and it's just <laughs> like it's you know what I mean so it's just like wow it's just it's violent and beautiful it's just like it's Adam Hughes draws amazing shit you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He's he's one of the the, the like gods of uh, comics to, for mine. You know, so it's just like drawing beautiful women, drawing his take on these classic females, Betty and Veronica, drawn by Adam Hughes. Wow, who would ever think you get to see that? Beautiful cover. You know what I mean? Who would ever think you get to see that in your lifetime? Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, like <sighs> gorgeous. So then you open it up and you be like, oh shit, it's fucking uh, written by Adam Hughes also. Okay, and what he's doing is having. Um, 
Betty and Veronica feud or, or you know go you know challenge each other to try to uh, go over this the coffee shop that's in Riverdale. Yeah. So it's like this coffee shop's being closed down. It's called Pops or like a malt shop. Yeah. So it's being shut down. And it's called Pops because you know, he can't pay his mortgage or something like that. And Betty's like, "You've been here forever. You know, we we got to fucking like do something about this shit. We got we got to raise some money and let everybody know in the neighborhood that you yeah. need to you know we need to keep you here." And Veronica is like, "Oh, okay. You know, she got her own plan." <laughs> and Betty just thinks she's like going along, you know, like yeah, you know, Veronica's going along with it. You know, of course she's my best friend. We that's what we do. Yeah, we're gonna. We're and Veronica, you're right. Veronica got her yeah. own like situation. She's just like, all right, she's making phone calls and shit because she's daddy's little girl. Yeah. And so she's like trying to make it uh, upscale because <laughs> she wants to fucking turn it into a co- uh, like a, a yuppie cup, a yuppie coffee shop. Like a Starbucks. A Starbucks and uh, shit like that. And then it's like, but Betty's like, what the fuck? You can't do that. It's, you know, what's up? You know, yeah. you, you know, what's up? And so this is like issue number two where they're competing and shit. And um, like the narrator's uh, the dog. a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll do a panel where he's like opening up the sequence where he's like, here's the dog saying what's up. And like, you know who Betty is, who Veronica is. It's a white shaggy dog with a cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dressed in a button up shirt. But shirt, yeah, <laughs> and a cat. Oh, the cat only meows. Like, he, like, he, like they, they understand each other because they, they animals. But you're he like, what's up? You're like, meow, 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 meow. What? Meow. Great golly, googly moogly. You know, so like that's yeah. like Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah. That's more Adam Hughes cleverness. Yeah. <laughs> like he's creative, and then it's like um. The detailing in the book, the drawing of the book is definitely not like the old school comic book. Yeah, you know, it's it has very different. Very different. It's like it's it's very mature. It's not like it's still kid friendly, but yeah. the but he's he's doing at Archie. Yeah, that's Archie. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, is that a? I think that's Jughead. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have the crown anymore. Oh, it's like it just fell off his head. Oh, he's right there. Yeah. yeah, he's sleeping. So he's like there on the, the Jughead's on the couch sleeping. And Archie's over here uh, reading a book or something. I always thought that was like an old school hamburger thing. What? Like the In and Out, how they give you those hats, like the crown. The crown hats. The crown, yeah. Yeah. I I always thought that was the crown. Oh no! Because he loved cheeseburgers and all that stuff. Ah! No, 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 no. This this is an old school type of hat that people wore. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. The crown with the yeah. Like remember when Burger King used to give you crowns? I know. I I know. That's what it was. No. <laughs> I, I never really read this book, man. I just you need to check for Archie. Like you, see, you already judging it without even checking for you. Like, what's up with this Archie shit? I don't understand it. It looked corny. No, I get the importance of it, but I'm just asking, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you at the know same time, about, at the same time, I don't know. Like, it's been around forever. Right, right. I don't right, know right. why. What's, you never had anybody just talk to you about it who's passionate yeah, about it. Yeah, like tell I me am. why. You know, right, like right, I'm yeah. not gonna read it because yeah, yeah, it's a big book and the old school style. No, yeah, but it's like being prepared to go to a universe that you. You know, it's, it's cool. It's friendly yeah. and like, you know, it's like you can get in and get out. Like the episodes uh, or the, um, the stories and chapters that he told in the books. Yeah. Very friendly to get in and out and everything. And they're all self-contained. You knew what was going on. They were like slice of life moments and shit in Riverdale. Yeah. So like you can just tell stories it's all day, every day. And it's like the thing that the problem that people had was that these characters, people wanted them to grow up like they grew up. Yeah. So they had it where like Archie gets married, I think. Where like he got married to Veronica or Betty. I think I married to Betty. Well, what did he marry? I think I married to Betty. Damn. He got married to Betty, I think. Don't quote me, but I think it was like that. But like they did the thing where they had to. They're like, what, what else can we do with these characters? Yeah. So they grew them up and shit. And I'm like, wow, you know. I, I admit that I haven't bought an Archie comic book in a while, but I started buying these Betty Veronica's Adam Hughes on them. But yeah. I don't. Now I'm sitting there like, all right, am I prepared to get back into the Archie universe with these other creators on it? Yeah, I'll see what's up with them. If it's telling me something good, if I can pick it up and like feel something yeah. from it, 
hell yeah. You know, that's but that's with any of my books. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not a blind loyalist. You know, I, I, I'm loyal to some shit. Yeah. I know what's up, but I'm not blind. I'm like, I ain't dumb. You know? How, many, like, how many issues do you think there's been? Archie comics? Yeah, Archie, like over uh, that, uh, a thousand? About, oh, Please, like, way yeah. over there. I'll put like this, including the digest. Let's say just pages. And the comic book. How many book. pages do you think? Um, and then we can't even go pages. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, if you go on, if you go, on, if you're going books, like yeah. digest. Whew, damn, they've been putting them bitches out since I was a kid, and they still putting them out. So I don't know about that. <laughs> and then, then it's like the comic books themselves. Yeah. Them bitches have been coming out forever. So it's just like all those, man. Ooh, I'm not good with numbers. Damn, dude. I, tell, I mean, I'd rather pick a color. <laughs> I'm guessing like the first Archie comic is in like the, if there is like a comic book hall of fame. Oh, like, it probably sure is. Archie, it probably like, is worth some money or something Archie like that. Archie one, right? Yeah. Would it be worth the same or more as Superman Action Comics one? Ooh. Well, I will think? say this: Superman definitely is worth more because you always hear about a Superman number one being worth something or blah yeah. blah blah. Uh, you never really hear about Archie anything uh, being up there, but it's like there are a lot of number ones in rare comics that are worth something that don't get talked about. Yeah. So I'm sure, like you know, you try to pursue the number one Archie come come, yeah, it's gonna be some money. So, but like I said, the new one, I love it. I die with it. I know that uh, one of the things that Adam does in the book in the coloring is yeah. that he knocks out all of the black, the holding lines, and it's just like all everything is just color. Yeah, it looks very. It's more pastel. It's yeah. More, it's it's more. Um, it's artsy. Yeah. I can't even front. My dude has always it's, been an artsy motherfucker. It seems that this is like his way of trying to keep the old school style. Yeah, but updating it. Yeah, just update it, but with his, keeping, his sensibility yeah, and shit. Yeah. Yeah, like that. It still yeah. feels like an old Archie. It does. It does. It's like I said, it's like it allows for new creators to come up with new ways to give you that old school, new school feel that they're trying to go for. Yeah. So, like I said, the storytelling on this is one of the things where the. What is it? Uh, it's, it's fall in the book. Yeah. So Betty is setting up a, a hot cocoa stand. Her and her, her <laughs> friends trying to get some money and shit. And then across the, the park is Veronica setting up a, a snow, snow cones, twenty one and over. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and so so you have the scene where Betty's looking at Veronica. And Veronica sitting there counting her money, and she's Betty's looking at her all angry boy. And Veronica looks up at her like, "Yeah, more money." Pills pills a uh, uh, twenty out and shit. And just smiles at Betty like, "Yep, got that money." And then she like kisses her fingers, and then like wipes her lipstick on the 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 the, 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 the liquor license. That she has, and she's like, "Yep, I'm selling liquor and snow cones." Damn! In the fall, <laughs> that would have been one of those. <laughs> they are, they are, yeah, and they, pretty and, good. And that's when Betty's like, "Why are you fucking going against what I'm doing? Why yeah. are you doing this shit?" You know, you see, and it's like, um, uh, what is it? It's called. Uh, Everybody's getting all fucked up, huh? Yeah, on the snow cones, getting all wasted. Oh God, it was the great. Uh, Kind of group I started with people uh, low self esteem is called. <laughs> she, she started a um, a group of people with low self esteem. It's called Nobody's Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Nobody's Anonymous. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, how was you inside this wrecking over there? She's like, that guy just, and the other guy's just drinking. He's all drinking the hot all the cocoa there. and everything. You know, it's that it's like, uh, like no one's buying it, so he's just chugging it off. Right, but everybody's looking at Betty and Veronica argue with each other because Betty's like, you know what the fuck? And Veronica's like, look, you know, you're trying to save pops. You know, I'm not helping you. My daddy is turning pops into something useful. You know, so she's daddy's little girl. His, and her daddy's about real estate and being, you know, all about that. And you know, you, she finds out that um, because um, 
My fine pretties, every dollar I raise is the dollar you don't. She's trying to take money out of Betty's uh, pot. Now be gone. You're harassing everyone's ice cream headache. <laughs> so yeah. then it's like, so it's just like, she, it's, they're, and they're best friends. So it's like, you know, it's like this is a slice of life situation when you read these type of books. Yeah. When you read this type of situation, when you get into it, it's like, just because they don't have capes, you know, you, you, don't, you know, you'd be like, I don't fuck with that, you know? You yeah, like nothing, it's basically Spider-Man without... Oh, he, he never yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. But then it's like it allows for some silliness, some like the, the over the topness. Yeah, it has that, those little jokes. Yeah, in I mean, there, those jokes up in there. Crazy right, stuff. right. That, real life is crazy like and yeah. funny and weird. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you you can't do that. You can't do that, and that's what they're doing. And so like you know, giving the chance uh, to Adam Hughes to do, I guess like trusting like y'all, so yeah. you're right, and you're an amazing fucking artist, and I know that you love the fucking Archie comics. You grew up with that shit. What would you do with it? You know, yeah. with Betty and Veronica. He's like, man, I do some shit like this. So this is from him. This is this is all out of his head. It's like even the first scene in the splash page, where it's just like you know, pops yeah. coffee house. It's like a burning down, like a what is it? The building it's a burning? truck, right? No, that's not a truck. That's a fucking. That looks like a truck or a car. It's on fire. It's like the back of the neighborhood. And there a skull? There's a skull on the ground. Yeah, it is. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like it's like war yeah. right over there. Shit, fireworks exploding in the sky and shit. Paper letters. It's his wall. You know what I mean? Flames everywhere in the back of Pop's restaurant and shit. And Betty on her underneath. Like what the fuck? Crying. Damn. Blood on the ground and shit. It looks like rain. That's why when you opened it the first time, I was like, what the hell? Right. Like, like I, the other page is like, oh, it's just normal. And then it says something like you know, like you see yeah, the splash of the yeah, with the dog that. narrating. Yeah. He's just setting up the scene, like, yo, we have Betty and some, like, boxers, um, boxers gloves, and, and, and Veronica and uh, taking, a selfie. taking a selfie and shit. So he's just, like, he just setting up the scene. It's a silly scene, but it's, like, it's some serious shit, but it's silly, you know? And the way he draws is so, like, out of use, though. Like, like, yeah, uh, it's, it's nice. It his looks, expressions is amazing. Cool. What other things has he done? Adam Hughes? Yeah. Like I've probably seen his stuff and just haven't noticed really. Oh you know, God. he he used to draw Legion uh, Legion of Superheroes for DC. And let me see if, if I can remember a lot of the stuff. He he used to work at Penthouse. Yeah. Uh, or oh, the Penthouse Comics, where uh, he drew a lot of uh, old school, not old school, but sexy girl girly cheesecake stuff. Yeah. But uh, you know. Titties out, you know, vagina. Yeah. But he, but, you know, with like. <laughs> I know how your face got when you said vagina. You're like, vagina. The veg. Oh, no. Get away. <laughs> but it's just like, um, he was known for drawing a lot of sexy girl stuff. Yeah. And um, he, what else did he do? I know he worked at Wildstorm and did, uh, he got to do his own, uh, ch- he got his first chance, I think, to write and draw and be a creator to create like Jim Lee gave him that chance yeah. on Gen 13 Ordinary Heroes it took him for fucking ever to draw it and write it and get it together it was his first time trying to comp- you know get some shit like this together yeah. uh, he moved out to California I think uh, I think Jim paid for the place that he was staying at or he had a place or something or paid him enough to do it I forget how it worked out yeah. but Adam Hughes was out there for a while and uh, was working on this, this project that's where he learned to use Photoshop from Homer Reyes um who was a Wildstorm colorist, like the like the head of Wildstorm colors. Yeah. So big big up Homer. <laughs> you know. Um but it's just like he got the chance to draw uh and write and do some with these Gen thirteen characters. Yeah. Do you remember Gen thirteen? No. Oh my god you are that's right. You got uh, uh Wildstorm, Gen thirteen. Um, uh, how many teenage, issues? He got to do uh what was it? Not I going, think Warner Heroes right? was a was a um was a was a just a one was a one shot or two it's two, two, two issues. I think it was done in two, two issues. Yeah. And it's like he got to do two, uh, 
over, or the kind of oversized issues or something like that. But like you know, they're kind of nice. They're kind of nice thick. Fifty. Pro I don't even know the number, pages, but it was it was nice. It was like each of them was a, like fulfilling ring. I have to let you read that shit. I got yeah. the trade paperback. But um, it was his chance to draw right and, and, and do what he wants with these characters. So he came out there, and uh, that's when I met him. Yeah. And uh, he, he and I personality, you know, it was <laughs> he's cool. Yeah. You know, he thinks I, I see he's cool. I'm cool or whatever because. We made each other laugh. I made him laugh. He made me laugh. Yeah, whatever. It was a good time. It was a good time. I, was, I remember talking to him about like why he doesn't draw any black chicks. Yeah. He draws chicks really well. You know, he was like, "What?" And I was like, "I never seen you draw no black chicks before." <laughs> you know, he was just like, "What the fuck?" And at the time, I was the intern at Wildstorm. Yeah. And you know, that's when they supposed to be fucking with like. Yeah. Like, like why are you know, talking? To why are you talking to talent? Get away, JJ. Go <laughs> go back to this. You know, go back to the pit. And so. I woke up and went to the pit where I was, and on my desk he had put a sketch of Misty Knight. And Colin Wing, and who, if you're not knowing, is like iconic black Afro wearing proud sister with the cybernetic arm. She detective and shit yeah. uh, for Marvel Comics. She kicked it around um, Power Man and uh, Iron Fist or Luke Cage. Um, and so, uh -huh. like, so it's like I had, I, I was like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like, what the fuck? He drew, like, you know, uh, you know, he, boom, called bluff. he called my bluff, bluff and he just drew, drew a hot, hot ass, hot, hot, drew a hot misty night in Colin Wing. And I turned it over and he, I could see that he already did, a, he started to do another sketch. Yeah. He liked that sketch. And I'm like, that sketch is dope too. So he, did, <laughs> he started doing it. Then he's like, I don't need to put this over and, and finish this off tight. Yeah. And I was like, he did like like a movie bill. He like, you know, the, uh, the flying fist of so and so presents, you know, a, 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 a Adam Hughes production and shit. Yeah. And Joe was this and that, da da da, misty night in Colin Wing. So it was, it was, I was like, damn, okay, Adam is dope. He's dope. He's always been dope. You still have that? I do have it. I, ha I have to get it out of my portfolio and I'll show you uh, where it's at. Yeah. Uh, it's dope. But um, let's see. That's when he learned how to color. That's when he got to his first chance to write and, and do a project. And uh, it took forever on it, yeah. but he learned so much during that time. And so for the for me, looking at it as a, like industry, like galactic universe, of comic book artists and creators that, you know, from my perspective, yeah. I'm like, Adam needed the time to mutate properly, to get, you know, hit with the Terrigen Mist. He needed time <laughs> to grow and be something. Right. And, you know, he had to, he had to grow with that and that's what it was. You know, um, I know it was a, it was the moment people were like, yeah, this book's taking forever, but it was like, it came out like a beautiful piece of artwork. Beautiful, beautiful. I have to show you, you'll love it. But, um, he's, that's why, that's something he was known for after that. Uh, then he did a, ass load of fucking Wonder Woman covers yeah. and Catwoman covers Damn. for DC, you know, and then he did like a Power Girl covers when she was doing her own book. And so he got known for doing like the cut. He was a cover artist. Yeah. He didn't really have to do interior anything anymore after that. Oh. And he did like a long ass run on Legion of Superheroes. But um, then he just became a cover artist. Famous at the conventions. You know, everybody gets, a, you get out of new sketch, you blessed. You know what I mean? He gonna pay, but yeah. like, and people usually hit him up to draw females and be like, yo, you know, I love your females. You know, draw Rogue, draw Wonder Woman, draw yeah. Catwoman, draw, you know, Misty Knight. No, oh, no, no, no. I don't think he gets that. We hit with that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you probably get his with like uh, Zaytana and Scarlet Witch and all that other shit, yeah. whatever. So, um, and he's always been a super uber talented, you know, classic artist. Uh, very reminiscent of Alphonse Mucha, uh for you art art lovers out there who know what's happening. He's a cat who, uh, what, what, what era was he in? 40s? 30s? I don't know. Back in the day. I don't know. But uh, he um, would draw realistic drawings of females and put a thick black outline on their contour. Yeah. So he would always put like, you know, lots of uh, big flowers and garnishes and all kind of feathers and all kind of shit around them. And, um, 
people put a big bold outline around everything. Very graphic, but realistic and believable. Yeah. Adam Stow started from that. He was very heavily influenced by that guy. Um, so, let's see. So that's how he was able to do all those women. The well, way, that's how, the yeah, way he was yeah, able to yeah, do all yeah, that. He, like, he, he, plus, he that. Liked, plus, he liked women. He, yeah. he, he, you know, to draw women the way you... It, to, to draw them the way he draws them, you had to provide on women a little bit. You would get lost in that, dude. I feel like I would if I knew how to draw. Like, oh. Well, of course, all artists do. That's why we do what we do. You can yeah. tell a, a motherfucker oh, yeah. who can draw uh, men well or women well, kind of get you know you got to yeah. go there a little bit to get you got to like obsess over it just a little bit, if yeah. not overly, to get that knowledge down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not just be bland and not just be like, oh, I know this and I'm not that. You know, there, there are regular artists that can just get her done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm solid. I can draw arm and leg and, and I can draw a car. I can draw a building and shit and I can just get her done. And for me, to be real with it, it's like that felt, that to me, that's that's the difference between um, a DC artist and a Marvel artist. Yeah. Where it's just like, DC will be like, oh, you know, you're solid. Old school DC for mine. The old school and then like, I feel they get, you know, the new, new new launch is all, you know, all new artists and all fresh. Yeah. But like, they will have a all solid artists, not really styly. Yeah. They don't really do a lot of like, yo, you got a wild style. You know, you obsess over doing graffiti in your art. You obsess over like women in your art. You yeah. obsess over men. You obsess over mechanical shit. You you know, you don't obsess over anything in your art. You're pretty equally solid up and down the board, and you fit. Yeah. You're safe. So we fuck with you. Yeah. While Marvel would be like, you know, we want that fucking shit to be all like, you know, you, know, you got any style on you, son? You know, yeah. you know, you can you draw big feet, hands, you know, like, you know, you you sexy women, what do you do? You know, what you what you what yeah. you makes you hot, you know? And so like 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 that's the difference between those two. Adam Hughes brought that to this universe. Yeah. You know, for Archie Comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Style yeah, yeah. and sexiness and all that shit. For this, for just for the Betty and Veronica. I haven't really checked for the other uh other books too too hardcore. I got to get into them and see what's going on, and I'll be talking about them another yeah. time. But like right now, from what I'm going for and what I'm picking up for, and the reason why I picked it up was because of Adam Hughes, because I'm a fan of Betty and Veronica, and I'm familiar with that universe. And so to sit here and steep into his his mind and how he, how he tells this tale of, of two best friends yeah. trying to save uh, or trying to manipulate the same thing, you know, <laughs> Pop's restaurant and shit, and Pop's is just like, yeah, I can't pay for that shit. He don't give a fuck. You yeah. know, he's just like, eh, hey, whatever. Betty's like, you gotta get, you gotta give a fuck, you know, because she gives a fuck. And Veronica's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, winning. She's yeah, like, right? every turn, you know what I mean? She, she coming up in here like, I'm gonna give you one last chance to fucking, uh, you know, just bow down, Betty. You know, I'm just gonna win this. I'm gonna issues, get what I want. How many issues do you think this one's gonna be? Um, Is it gonna be an ongoing or just like maybe five? I don't, you know, six, you know what? Like I, will, I will say this for this storyline that he's doing. Yeah, like it'll end. It'll end because it's supposed to be an arc, and that'll be smart. If they can do like a trade book or something yeah. like that, you know, keep him self-contained and blah blah blah. But um, hopefully, he keeps up with it. I like Adam Hughes on this. You know, I I, I miss him doing interiors. I miss him doing sequential stuff. I yeah. miss him doing this shit. Yeah. And the thing is, he can't do this shit with uh, Superman to like like he wants to. Yeah. You know, they, DC and Warner Brothers will put too much of a restraint on him. Um, Marvel will let him do this, but it's like, I don't know if he can, you know, keep up with the deadline or maybe they just like to corporate. Well, he or, could always go other independent routes. He could. I mean, but it's like, Image Comics would probably true. love to have him. But right? this, you're talking about a guy who, like I said, who goes to the conventions 
and, get, and, and, and makes his money. Yeah. Right? Drawing sketches for everybody. And then he does, like, you know, whatever he does for freelance. But uh, he makes his money at these, at these shows. People got to see Adam and get, get, them, get an art, yeah. art piece from him. And then it's like, uh, he'll do covers and shit, you know, but like... He does just, he go to Comic-Con every he goes, year? Every year, he goes up there, sets up. You need to go yeah. say hello. I get a sketchbook from him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, well, if you guys don't know, it's the Comic-Con in San Diego, because that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where you'll find JJ, too. That is true. I, I, I will be at Comic-Con saying what's happening to people, so you need to come say what's up. Hell yeah. This is Kirby Love. It's almost the end of the year. We almost got, like, Comic-Con around the corner. Yeah, it's going to happen anyway. Uh, I know, so. All the damn money you got to spend. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But, uh, let's see. Another book comes with varying covers and everything, and that's, that's something else I like uh, to look yeah. at or, or have the option of, like, different artists, and they're, like, they're doing their interpretations of these classic characters. So this new... This new thing that they're doing is, is having new people, like, you know, yeah, interpretations of the characters. Like, you know who Betty is. You know who Veronica is. There's years. Yeah, just a new side to them. Right. It's like a modernized take on them, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, so far, like, like, like when you look at the classic old school, I'm like, it just, that shit was classic. No. Yeah, they have, like, two pages of the old school uh, comics in the back. They do. They usually take two pin-ups from the old school books and put them in the back. So, so this would be kind of like if the Twilight Zone ever made a comic. Yeah. It would just be like different styles ongoing. Like Yeah. yeah. They, they should do that, man. The Twilight Zone would be awesome. But it's like, even with the new style that they're doing, they're not, they're radical, but they're not too radical for yeah. what I'm saying. So they have another one with Josie and the Pussycats. And I, I saw it and I wanted, to pick, I wanted to pick it up. I didn't pick it up. I should have picked it up. But I'm going to go back and get that one because I always liked Josie and the Pussycats when I, when I saw the, when I, the cartoon. Yeah. And who they were. Like, they were a girl band. I like, I like Jim and the Holograms. I like all that shit. But it's just like Josie and the Pussycats were like, yo, fucking rock and roll chicks and shit. And they had a black chick in the group. I was like, big up. You know, y'all y'all, y'all got it all covered. They made them all hot. Like, they did. All, they did. All they all did. Hot. They did. And this is the interpret- You got the blonde, the redhead. Right, right. And so, then the brunette. Yeah. So then it's like, you know, Josie is the redhead. So it's just like, you know, the Pussycats are the back girls. Like, you know, the drummer and the, good, the bass. And then Josie plays the guitar. Well, that brings me to my next question, the Josie and the Pussycat is, how important do you think is the Hanna-Barbera comics now? Because the cartoons, like, we all grew up on them. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, I grew up on them. I'm sure you did. Who, who didn't watch the Flintstones, Jetsons, like, Yogi Bear? Are you like, talking about the new line awesome. of DC? But, but now the new comics that they're making, right. some of them are pretty cool. No, they are cool. Like, Johnny Quest has a comic book? Uh, you know you know what my, my, my take on all that shit is? I'm like, all right, I was very, very excited yeah. when they were talking about putting out um, Hanna-Barbera comic books. With DC, and just and just updating them. Yeah. That's some shit I would I would have told Jim to do back in the day if I was still around him. I'd have been like, Yo, son, why don't you take this old school shit and just fresh it out for new shit? Yeah. Yeah, why scramble? Why scramble for for ideas when you got a vote or right. shit? Don't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, don't you mess know, it up. Just... You know, that's like I, I can't even front like uh, the Scooby Doo situation where they had the you know Scooby Doo having the emoji fucking glasses yeah. instead of talking or whatever. I'm like, I understand what you're trying to do, but it's, that ain't cool to me. They, just, they made them like hipsters, right? They made that was a mistake. The that, uh, they made, they made Shaggy hipsters. a hipster, and they made uh, Fred uh, just Fred, I guess, whatever <laughs> chief. And then and then Daphne's like, you know, she's action go girl. Yeah. And then it's like, um, then Velma's like a, a scientist with big fucking oversized thick glasses that you can't see her eyes and shit. So it, it's like, and I was just like. Even the van got like a. Well, they tried to update everything, and then you know, but this DC's way of being like, well, if we got this library of shit, why don't we just fuck with it? Yeah. You know, or why don't we just do this with it? And I'm just like, you don't have to. You could just. They could have just did. Like, in my opinion, honestly, yeah. I would have loved to just seen Jim Lee draw a Scooby Doo episode or an arc in, in his style. Yeah. Regular. Don't fucking remake them. 
just draw them motherfuckers in your style. Yeah. I would have loved to see that shit. That you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just just have just have some top name motherfucking artists on these characters, drawing it like get, let them do their thing on them. Yeah, that'd be dope. Don't go in like yo, I'm a fucking change and fuck with your icon because what they did was like instead of having Freddie be the jock and fucking uh, Shaggy be like the hip, you know, like the the, the he was uh, a hippie. Hippie, yeah. you know what I mean? He's like you know skinny hippie dude, you know what I mean? Who's like to eat, you know? You know he's probably smoking weed too. Yeah. Him and Jughead would have got along, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just like that's what that, it's like they had they had their character blocks, their their character arcs, you know, the yeah. archetypes. And so when they went in and made Shaggy a hipster. Yeah. Instead it's of a hippie, weird. and then and then, and then they, they took Fred and they, and they demasculated him, kind of. Where it's just like he's just like a regular dude. He's just like right? a regular like, dude. Like a whatever. He's not special. You know what yeah. I mean? He ain't even like you know like like extra strong or extra, extra anything. He's yeah. just like I'm just a regular dude. Shaggy get a, a whole makeover, and I bet it's a situation where somebody was like, "Wouldn't it be funny if Shaggy was a hipster?" Right. Somebody was like, "Ha ha, you know what? That's That'd a be great funny. Idea. That's a great idea. Great idea. <laughs> you know." And then, then they get then they get Fred tribal tattoos on his arm. Really? I think they get Fred tribal tattoos on his arm. I think Shaggy has some. I would too. think I would think Shaggy would have some tattoos. But but yeah. if like piercings and tattoos, like curly man uh, yeah. mustaches and shit, I'm just like, he's too much. Yeah, he's too much now. Like he's taking too much attention away. From like you know, Scooby Doo. From what it was. From what he was, you know, he stands out in the group more than like it's like one of the characters recedes and one of them like comes to the front. Yeah. So it is like with, with Daphne being like an action girl, like you know, she's a reporter and like it, it, the unique story they're doing, I think, is where they. I haven't gotten into it. I haven't read it. Um, I, you know, I've seen some YouTube channel uh, talking talking something about it. Yeah. Um, I think they're doing a thing where like you know Daphne, no Velma, the one with the glasses, uh, is, is spearheading. Um, this, this this whole uh, experiment or some shit um, on like dogs or, or, or not dogs but like you know s- smart animals or something like that or like it was something and if like Shaggy is supposed to be in a, a lab assistant that's supposed to be a dog trainer or some shit so him and Scoop, him and Scooby are cool but they're all like an underground those two or those three are in an underground situation doing this experiment and Shaggy keeps taking Scooby to the upper to the up world where everybody is to go eat and do things. Um, <laughs> we didn't get stoned. Right, right. And and then like and then like um I wanna say Daphne is like a reporter or some shit. And Freddie's helping her do some shit, I think. Um and then it's like some some something yeah. happens where like the apocalypse thing does happen. Yeah. And then you know, so they all like meet dealing with that or something. I don't, I don't know, at least I have, I have to I have this, I, Yeah, this story sounds weird. It's just it's just it didn't it didn't give me the sense of like it doesn't sound Scooby Doo-ish. Right. It didn't give me the sense of like, yeah, I wanna fucking sit down and see my mystery gang uh, handle this shit. Mystery. Yeah. This is know. more like a we gotta stop the world what the hell twenty four times? Yeah, it's it's too big. It's too big. It's like it's like the wacky races. They did they totally did, redid that at the Mad Max and the Thunderdome oh, shit. Yeah, it's or, all like, that. You know what I mean? We're like, you know, we're all like um was it um a little bit more Mutley and more fucking real. Dick Dick Dashley and like uh, Penelope Penelope Pitstop and all those motherfuckers? They, they, you know the whole cartoon, if you remember, it was like them just racing in different environments and shit. You yeah. know, and I don't even know what the, what the prize was. I don't even know. It was just them like just, just racing. Like, it was like Mario Kart. Like we just did I Mario think Kart, it was like, Mario Kart type situation. But it was funny because they just had like jokes in between. They had the jokes races in between. And they were fun. It was fun. It was, it was an innocent situation. You know what I'm saying? It, it was a different era. Yeah. But it was licensing that they had 
in the vaults that they can do some shit with. And like Fred Flintstone when they remade that one. It was like, all right, cool. You know, Fred Flintstone um, drawn by um, Steve Pugh. Steve Pugh is dope. I haven't met him. Big up, homie. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like... It, his interpretation of the Flintstones was dope. When I first saw the art for it, uh, the, uh, the character turnarounds or, or the pieces, well, I was like, "What are they doing?" And you know, I think I, I think Amanda Connor was uh, she did the piece to, to initially show the, the you know the advertisement, but she wasn't the interior artist. I think she may have been the writer on it. I'm not sure. I have to check for that. Yeah. But um, Steve Pugh's the, the respective artist on the book. Yeah. And so for mine, I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting and fresh to see him do his take of the Flintstones." Cause he draws them more realistically, but it's like he's definitely, you know, doing cartoony situations with them. So it's, you know, it's, it's an interesting take. So like, he's not going in and obliterating what it was. Yeah. He's just showing his interpretation of what it was. So I'm like, all right, I'm more on, I'm on, I'm on ride. I want to see what's going on. You know, what's up with this? Yeah. So I, I, I can check for it. I, I can check for it. Um, what about the Johnny Quest though? See the Johnny Quest situation. That one, that one looked I, like. That, no, see that one. That was the one I was. That's, I think that's supposed to be the core title. Yeah. So I was that like like with the Future Quest. I was definitely amped for that shit. And um, when I read the book, I'm sitting there like, okay, I see what they're doing. You know, they got space ghosts fighting some fucking creature uh, that's like taking over uh, sections of space or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I don't even like or from another dimension or some shit. He's looking fight, battling in the back. Um, he has two sidekicks. Uh, female in the male name of uh, Jason Zan. Oh, the Space Ghost Juniors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in the monkey gleep. Yeah. The so monkey. it's like, um, so uh, the sidekicks got you know I guess kicked out of one of the, the universe that they were all scrapping. There, I guess um, and Space Ghost was left there trying to obliterate each piece of this 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 demon or whatever the fuck. Um, so it can't can't um, infect any other universes. Yeah. So then it picks up from like you know, excuse me, Birdman. And um, uh, Johnny Quest's father, Race Bannon, Race Bannon every, yeah. yeah, they're all like you know like checking out some like weird energy fluctuations and some other shit or whatever. I guess yeah. from Space Ghost and his demon and the, and the the sidekicks getting kicked from the portal. Yeah. So they investigate that shit. They're like, what's going on? And so like Johnny Quest and Haji are just you know like you know exploring. Um, I think in Florida or there's somewhere. I think the swamplands or totally somewhere. Florida. Somewhere. <laughs> so they do you know they uh, you get to explore and do their thing and yeah. shit. And then they they come across. Um, homegirl, I think it's homegirl. Uh, that got kicked through the sidekick. Yeah, yeah, the girl. Yeah, because the dude got kicked out somewhere else, and like the I think the bad guy got his body. Um, Damn. I think uh, and, and that, and then and then like uh, they come across her body, and she wakes up or whatever, and then like you know they they have her like ah, and they get to get yeah. to cool with each other and shit and find out what's going on. Um, her and the monkey. So um. That's pretty cool though that they did that. They put like space goes, yeah, Birdman, but that was but they had this like, and the Hercules, that, that and all, stuff, yeah, so like this creature, this creature tapping in, like fucking with being able to tap into fucking different dimensions yeah. and different reaches of space or whatever the fuck can tap into all their different characters, right? Can tap into all the uh, superhero esque um, uh, Hanna Barbera characters like the yeah. Galaxy Trio. Um, what is it? Uh, space Ghost, Birdman, um, the Herculoids. All them shits, you know what I mean? Um, was that was that the one? Remember that little the like family, the uh, little yeah, ball thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those motherfuckers. Those motherfuckers is dope. But it's like this allowed them to be able to tap into all of those franchises and pull them together in a book yeah. and have it make sense, which is genius, which is dope. Somebody yeah. like maybe like dope, dope, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there like you know like yeah I'm I'm on board. Let's let's see what's up with this shit. And they have um, since Alex Toth was the the the, the art the main artist. 
who did lots, most of the designs, I think all the designs for Hanna-Barbera back in the day for all that superhero shit. Yeah. Johnny Quest and all those motherfuckers were designed by Alex Toth. They have uh, Steve Rude, who draws kind of Alex Toth, the old school style like that. Yeah. Uh, on the book. And, and another artist. I, I, he's new to me, so I, I don't know his name right off the top of my head. But uh, they they both were getting them done. I thought Steve was going to be the one that take, does most of it. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> they have him do some pages and other dude do some pages. And then it's like, if being me as an artist, I'm like, I can see the difference in the yeah, art yeah. and it fucks with me. I'm like, man, why, you, why can't you just do the whole book? It's taking forever to come out. Just do it. You maybe, do it. You know? Maybe they, like, I don't know how it works, but would it be like you finish your first half and then you get the other guy to do it and then you continue the next issue? No, well, would it you, be you, like you, that? You, you know, what, like, what they're doing is having each artist do a scene. So if the scene is broken up to like, um, John, um, Johnny and Haji doing some shit. Yeah. Half of the book is Johnny and Haji doing some shit. And the other half of the book would be uh uh race doing some shit, you yeah. know, with, with Birdman. They break the they break the book up into scenes. So any scenes that Birdman and, and Race would be drawn oh, by this guy. Yeah, yeah. So like okay. you know, and that, and that put them together. So it can be jarring for a motherfucker like me. Yeah. It can be cool if you're doing like if it's part of the story, if it's a dream sequence, yeah. if it's um you tell us something that's like the past and the future, yeah. uh, another dimension with something. If you're doing that, you know, I, I can see it and I won't be as mad. Yeah. But I understand also, like, sometimes you got to get this shit done. You know, some motherfucker take it too long. I'm yeah. like, you got to get, you know, like, you know, if you don't get it done, I'm going to get homeboy to do the rest of the pages. You're like, damn, that's money out of my pocket. For real, that's, right? You know, that's yeah, work I'm, being I gotta you know, do that in shit. the wind. So you'd be like, damn it, you know, I got to get this shit done. You know, all right, well, fuck it. You know, I'm just make sure my shit look good. What pages am I doing? Am I got to do all this thing? All right, cool, yeah. bam. You know, it's going to take this long. Quick check. Give it to me. Yeah, because yeah. I saw a couple pages of it. Because you have it somewhere. Oh, I have it in the store. But uh, yeah. I, I loved it when I opened it. I was like, dude, it looks, it looked like the cartoons. Like it looked yeah. very and then, colorful. And, that was, and that's the coolest of it. It was like the cartoon. It's like the cartoon. It's drawn in that style. Yeah. It's believable. It's, it's like it's its own thing. It's universe. It's like, or it's a DC. You know, thing, but it's, it's a Hanna Barbera thing. It's, well, it's like, always Warner Brothers, right? You, it's all Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. It's all Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers owns all that shit. Yeah. But the thing for me about the fucking book that kills me and it stops my momentum, for one, is that the the, the art is like, to me, it's kind of like, oh, I can see this dude and this dude. Yeah. Then you one clearly doesn't draw like that, so I'm like, oh, okay. So I just accept it. And then the big kicker for me is that it's like half of the book. They're doing like half stories now, where it's just like, all right, the first half of the book. Is uh about Johnny Quest and, and the oh, future yeah, question. Showed me that. Yeah. Right, and then the other half is about like, you know, um I don't know, the Galaxy Trio. You know, the origin of the Galaxy Trio. Like something that's cool but you don't really want it. I'm like, give me the fucking whole story. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've waited this long. I'm excited. Give me what the fuck don't be giving me some marketing shit. That's Are we trying to yeah. you know, if you want to give me like stories and origins of that, then give me the origin of the Galaxy Trio book. Yeah. Give it to give that to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, give it its own issue. You know what I mean? Don't, you don't have to trick me. Don't hide it in they're, there. You know, they're hiding and tricking it and you know what I mean? You can be because like you're, well, you're still wasting your money on something that you thought you were gonna have more of. Right, like, right, hell, right. Man? I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm, I wanted to read the story and get it, but I I think that was DC's thing when they relaunched it. A lot of their new shit for me is like I love Jeff Johnson. He's he's dope and he's yeah. amazing. He's yeah, one of my he favorite is. writers. He's big up to him, God bless. Big right. up, you know, I know what's up with him. But it's just like when they relaunched it felt like you get half a story. Yeah, especially with the new fifty two shit. Pretty when much. they did fifty two, it felt like I'm, I'm reading the epi- I'm reading the issue, and it felt like I got half an episode. And I'm like, but I read all twenty two pages. I'm like, it was twenty two pages. I'm like, why does it feel like half a fucking story? Yep. You know, in in the part of a bigger story. Well, they always try to you know the little arc, which is like there's six that issues, was... but at the same time, I can't see where they do like the little fillers, like it's just the bullshit panels. We're like, you you didn't really need to add that, did you? 
It's like you could have put it's something not, else. It's not even that they have the filler issue panels. Like I'm just like the main thing. Like, I was reading uh, what the Justice League when they had the new Fifty Two Superman and yeah. everything, and and Batman and his Wonder Woman and shit. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, all right, you know what's going on? And I'm like, I'm reading it as they get into the story, and I'm like, there's this character called Kilgrave or blah blah blah, or I don't even know what the fuck his name is, but he's a new bad guy. And I'm like, all right, cool. And it's like I, the time it took to get to to build him up, and to really like you know have them come in and out and tell stories like oh Superman and Wonder Woman gonna, gonna kiss yeah. you know and it just it was just like it was just like I wanna get to the fucking story get to the action get get yeah, to yeah, it yeah. I love this I love character development but y'all taking it too long yep. too long to get into this shit you know there's something to be said about some old school comics where they like you know you get an issue like it's a new bad guy mm, poison you know I'm doused in um, chemicals now now I got powers then he does some shit you know I'm a bad guy you know I'm crazy and then the superhero you know like hey stop that shit and that's his origin and that's the whole story you know yeah. he, just, he pulls off his scheme and if you do the thing where you can do like you know like it's cliffhanger come back neck issue and you can make like oh, it resolves itself you know yeah. and you get another subplot and you know he, but it's like you know because the bad guy goes to jail but he leaves an egg somewhere and you're like oh shit what the fuck's up with that yeah. and you know it's like that's a subplot and then, they, and then the next issue you do the superhero doing this thing a whole other adventure blah, 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 you know you do another issue then you come back to that egg yeah it ties the universe the universe together it makes, gives you subplot it makes you want to be like oh what's up with that egg you know don't leave it hanging and then, yeah. you, then you figure out what to do with it and you tell a story about that egg amongst some other shit and the hero doesn't know about it blah, blah, you know yeah. so, so it's like that. What that's one of the elements that made comics Fun, amazing, dope. You know, what Marvel I mean? does that a lot. Mar that's, like, that's great shit to do. Yeah, DC for some reason wasn't about it, and so they just got like like they used to be about it, but it's like now they're not for my. They're trying to be quick and be about like gathering shit up in the trade paperbacks and getting you know tight little story, get her yeah. done. You know, make sure that nobody fucks with Batman. You know, you know, work yeah, it out. You know, let's not make shit, let's not that. make Superman too corny. You know, I'm saying I'm like, just tell the story, just tell the story, get into the universe, make it happen, and you know, and and, and be consistent with it, and just and own it, and own yeah. it, and own it. You know, what I mean, when you back in the day, if you changed somebody's outfit, you owned it. It was like there's a reason why you wrote into the story. Yeah. It wasn't that oh, it's gonna be a new number one, we could just relaunch and shit. It's just like you owned that shit. Captain America outfit stayed the same for so long for a reason, and when they changed it. Motherfuckers was like, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. So they always went back. It's like Spider-Man. Every time they fucking change it, you have to go back. So now they're doing the thing where they're like, all right, let's go back, but we'll modify it. Yeah. And I'm like... Just little mods. I hate that shit. I'm like, I don't... I understand change. I can, I can understand that shit. But it's just like, dude, I, I don't like the Spider-Man outfit with the fucking, like... Uh, more triangulated looking webbing yeah. and uh, the glow-in-the-dark spider symbol. Hate that shit. And, and like, the, the, the boot cut is bullshit. It just it, it feels like changes that were made because you're forced to make changes. It was like like oh I gotta, I gotta change Spider Man's outfit and I I really don't want to do it yeah. but you know I gotta do it and it's like and, and God bless because it was a uh, um, Alex Ross and he's amazing oh, when yeah. he draws that fucking costume it's dope yeah you know when he draws he probably gave them Yo, some amazing they, they... gave them some amazing choices and they were like oh this is cool let's do this one with the glow in the dark chest and he yeah. was like he, 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 that's probably he was just like you know what that's the one that um. My least favorite. I have some other ones that right. I think are doper. And but if y'all like that one, here you go. And I think I think they went with the whole glow in the dark chest thing because they're probably like, well, he's he's a new Spider Man, and he has a, a corporation now. And yeah. he's, he's like he's the new Tony Stark. So it's all about tech. So why can't he have like something that show that he's a tech? He's Pretty a more yeah, technical yeah. Spider Man, but still be classic and throwback. So I'm sitting there like, 
I'd rather have a whole new costume than try to fuck with the old costume. Yeah. The old costume is just so iconic and so it's just so perfect. There are some costumes that were perfect. Yeah. You know, you, you like they don't need to be rechanged. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like like Nightcrawler's original outfit is amazing. Yeah. The design of that character was so fucking dope. You don't need to change a fucking thing. Yeah. You really don't. So when people would change it, I'm like, ugh. It looks horrible. It, it, they changed it to the point it just looks dumb and gaudy. The fuck, <laughs> like giving him like big ass chainmail shoulder pads and shit, big floppy shit. Yeah. He can't be acrobatic and hiding shadows with all that shit. They got caught up on being religious and sword sword swinging. Yeah. Bullshit. Superman's outfit was amazing in its design. They changed it over the years to a point where it was fucking perfect in its design. With the, with the underwear on yeah, the outside, yeah. the boots that are red, the fucking yellow belt, all this shit, every symbol on the front and the back. Amazing. Yeah. But then there was a corporate decision to say, well, he needs to be able to stand next to Batman in a movie and people will not be tripping. You know? Pretty we, much. And that's what that was. And it's like, we want to be able to have Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman stand next to each other in the movie and not look trippy. And since The <laughs> so Dark Knight Returns or The Dark Knight, whatever the fuck it was by, um, what was it? Christopher Nolan? Yeah, it was Nolan. Since he fucking um, caked off with that shit, with his interpretation of, of the of the Dark Knight, like, you know, I want to do the Batman like this and uh, get all dark and gritty and do the thing thing. Okay. That shit made money because you can do that with Batman. They're like, yeah. And DC was like, we need to do more of that. Yep. We need to make everything like that. Let's pour, <laughs> let's pour that sauce on everything. Everybody. Everybody gets to dip in this shit. They were like, Oprah, you get it. You get it. You get it all. <laughs> And it was just like, damn it. And so when they got so livid, you know, so liberal with that shit, it was just like, now they're like, we need to change Superman. How can we change him? Well, let's not make him so goody goody. And let's fucking like take the underwear off. And let's take the like the iconic things away from him, like the like the S in his hair or whatever. Yeah. Let's, let's take away these things that make Superman Superman because he needs an update. And I can understand that. Don't get me wrong. You know, it, it does. You shake the tree to get some fruit. Yeah. You know what I mean? When they did give him uh, new costumes. Changes and shit. It's like people are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" The you know, changing back. Yeah, you know, pretty, yeah. Was... If it was a part of the story, which they tried to make it part of the story when they had costume changes and shit, but he is such an icon that you just can't fuck with it like that. Or when you do, you need to know what you fucking with. Yeah. You just can't be doing it because you know, oh, underwear offend me. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, like, I'm gonna take the underwear off. I don't like it. He looks weird. You know, but it's just like there's there's like like Spider Man, Superman. Like, like, Batman is is a character that, okay, as long as he has the symbol on his chest and has bat ears, yeah. you can change it up. Yeah, the toy line showed you can do that shit because the motherfuckers had Arctic uh, uh, Batman, yeah. Zebra Stripe Batman. They had fucking... Arcade. I had almost all those toys. They had all that fucking funky shit. And it was like, as long as it had the ears on it, you can paint whatever the fuck you want on it because Batman's outfit can be camouflaged. Damn. He's rich. You know what I mean? And so, like, you can change it. So when they did the video game, it was more militaristic. You can do that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you can change that shit up. So, well, it's because um, it's necessary in his world. But, like, but how his you're saying, world. Like how you're saying, but Superman's world is not necessary it's for him not to really change so up. So when they changed up, right. Then. So when they changed, when they changed up Superman's uh, icon, when they changed up his, his steez yeah. to be more emo or have more emotions or, or give, to be more uh, humanized, yeah. people hated that shit. We don't want a Superman who doesn't know what the fuck he's here for or what he's about and what's going on and shit. You know what I mean? I, I, we don't want that shit. We want, 
we, we, we really desire the farm boy. Yeah. We desire the motherfucker that was raised right. We desire the motherfucker that that all of us grew up on. And, you know, it's just the fact that some people are like, well, I grew up on him. I think I know about him. And then they, like, get the chance to do something to do whatever they want with him. Yeah. You got to respect that. You got to, res- you know, you got to respect that. So it's like, they need to be like, look, this is what makes Superman dope. Yeah. We need you to just put some dope-ass art and stories on him. Well, it's the same thing with... um. Put him in unique situations. It explains why Smallville was such a big hit because it was about the farm boy. It was. So, it was a soap opera, but, really, it, was, but it was yeah, about it was the farm boy. Opera, it was about and farm, but he still had the powers, but he it, wasn't. Right, right, right. Yet. And it's like the budget for doing special effects back then was like, I guess, getting more affordable for yeah. them. So it's like the special effects had to be a certain level. It was super speed, pretty much. A couple heat visions. Right. Uh, super breaths. X-ray. Yeah, um, I don't think he flew until like the last season. Or no, he didn't, you can't do that. You can't. You can't have him fly. I guess. Like they ended it with him like doing fly that flying out. shot yeah, out yeah. of like space or something. And like yeah. they, they made comics for it now, so there is a Smallville comic. Is it? Yeah. And like there's but one. See, there's one like... issue I saw that he's wearing the Green Lantern's ring, ring and he and he has the oh, suit, suit, but he has Superman on it, but the Green Lantern right. on it too. See, even if like I would be down for that if it was more of a Marvel um, art styling. Yeah, and I probably I've never seen it, but my guess is they probably have. Uh, I tell you, what somebody, to somebody, be. yeah, somebody yeah. drawing like yeah, it has to look like the show, and you know you gotta the, be safe. The cover looks gotta, realistic, yeah. but the inside is like nothing. Right, 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 right. For me, I was like I, just like Betty and Veronica drawn by Adam Hughes. That's what they should do if they want to do some like you know uh, a TV or movie adaptation. Yeah, you gotta have a, like a, a known artist. You gotta have somebody who's fucking dope on the book. And then actually be able to do something on the book and not just be pitching hell by, like, you know, you all, can, these, all these you rules. Do a, that's, what, that's part of the job, though. Betty and Veronica would be like the Mean Girls. Like that movie Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be like, you could do that. Yeah, like, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Like they're high school girls. Exactly, one's rich, the other exactly. One's like the middle class. So, like, like, comics are dope. You can do things with comics, you know. It's just, but if there is a, a, like, like you're more of a writer. Yeah. Lover of, of writers. Yeah. I'm an artist and more lover of artists. I'll be picking a certain shit where I'm just like, all right, you know, what's up with this? It looks a certain way. It's a visual treat. I need that certain quality because I am a snob. I'm an art snob. Yeah. I admit it, you know. But it's just like, it got to have that certain level of quality where I ain't fucking with it. Man. You know, it could be solid. But I'm like, everybody's solid you, to get the job. Hopefully you solid enough yeah. to get the job. But do you have the fucking chops to fucking make a motherfucker be like, damn. That's some fucking style. Well, that's dope. That yeah. brings it. You know, that keeps me in. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I like say not to backtrack, but it's just like, like, like Archie's style, the way they did it back in the day, yeah. was drawn in a way where it's consistent and solid enough where they had the like realistic, like proportioned bodies yeah. and cartoony faces. Yeah, they did. It's a level of balance that that they were juggling that make you be like. I can fuck with it. Yeah. As opposed to doing like little like Smurf bodies and shit. Yeah, and, like, you weird, know, like weird, bodies right, right. Instead of yeah. no weird shit like that. So it's just like you you can you it allows you to fuck with it, you yeah. know, in in your mind. You can fuck with it. It's more believable as opposed to being like, you know, extra muscly. Yeah. Extra booby or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, that 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 fit that you have to have a um you know, yeah, the, yeah, the style, the style. Yeah. You know what I mean? And certain certain companies don't let you. I don't know if they. I don't know what they. I don't. I never knew. <laughs> I never knew what they pick. What, why they pick what they pick? But I mean, well, this is this is my next question. Is mm-hmm. yeah, you're more of the artist snob. I'm the writer snob because like you know I love that like my writers. You know, you're a story it's, snob. I'm it's, I, snob. I love that. Need to make but sure this right. <laughs> the, um, this brings me to my question though. How important to you uh, is the letter columns? 
like when people write back to the, you like know, at the end you know, of the issue. Okay. You know, well, I well, really don't read them, but I know sometimes they're funny and like you get the feedback from the artist, which is always cool. Mm -hmm. But it's like, is it really necessary to have them? Well, I would say yes, they are necessary to have them because you do need to know the feedback. These, these are humans doing these books. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if like if how would they how else would they know if they hit in the, in the right ring in the right notes? Unless the, the audience is like, that shit sucks or this is amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's certain things that you can gear up and be like, all right, we're going to switch artists right quick. And there'll be, there's going to be 50% drop off. Yeah. And they put 50% gain. You know what I mean? And it should level out after so many issues if you give it a shot. Yeah. And we're really doing our thing. But the letter columns will let you know that shit. Because the motherfucker will be like, this book used to be dope, but it sucks now because this <laughs> artist sucks. Yeah. You know, I want the old school. <laughs> or some people be like, I love this new artist. He's amazing. I love how he does this and that. That's that feedback. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been a person who had to deal with that when I jumped on Backlash, which is an old Wildstorm book that was drawn by Brett Booth. Um, big up Brett. Gave me my chance on the first uh, mainstream book. Yeah. And like my style is nothing like Brett's. He currently drew, uh, drew was it, he drawing Flash? No, he ain't drawing Flash right now, but he just did the whole uh, remake of Flash arc and everything. So he's at DC doing some shit. Yeah. But um, gave me my chance to draw my thing on there and I draw way different than Brett. Yeah. Way more simplified. Take a lot of the fucking detailing out and be, try to be more solid with anatomy and shapes and lines. Yeah. He was a very detailed, um, detail-oriented individual when it comes to his art. You know, lots, lots of noodly. Um, everything rocks. down to the T. Yeah, yeah. Draws yeah. Every, like, every little thing and, and renders that up and everything. And I'm not one of those people. Yeah. So the art change on the book was, I, I understand why people was like, this new guy sucks. Yeah. And in the beginning, I sucked. I can't even, I tried my best. I thought I was, I thought I was serving it. Yeah. When I was drawing the shit, even with the deadlines or what it was and shit, um, script and whatnot, you know, big up, big up Sean Ruffner. He was a writer on the book, you know, that, that was the homie. Um, but like I said, I, I, just, I was just working what the fuck I had to do. I, I was around other artists trying to um, be stylized, yeah. to be fresh, to get to get uh, some shine. So Jim would give us another book or, or put us on higher profile books yeah. or whatever the fuck. So me being on Backlash at the time, coming from an intern, I was like, wow, this is, I'm in the big leagues. I'm doing right? my thing and shit. So I was happy to put my thing on it, but I still had to, before they let me run wild, they were like, you got to draw it like this or do this, this, and that. I'm like, all right, you know, cool. Yeah. So I played my part, did my thing, and um, it, it, you know, it just, I, I, just, I don't know. Like I said, for mine, I was just, I was just getting her done. Yeah. There were times it was part. Of, I was excited to come to work every day, but then like, just didn't know if the writing column, you know, like people being like, you know, oh, this guy sucks. This was before internet. Yeah. So the writing columns is before internet, so you had to have some way to get your audience to say what was happening. Yeah, he actually and wrote it, a letter he and like, you he, mailed it to it that It was more place. personal. Yeah. 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 If, whether it be a hateful letter or just a it's letter personal. of like it's, love. It's, it's sincere. It's, yeah. It's, it's just a letter from a fan. It's, the, it's that real and, shit. Be like, yo, son, it ain't like nowadays where people can just send in an email. Yeah. Back in the days, you write that shit with a stamp and you send that motherfucker in. You know Bitches who it's from. Bitch, <laughs> editors get it open the fuck up and be like, damn, I got to copy this shit. <laughs> down there that shit is dope you know this is real feedback yeah. you, can't, you can't pay for this shit you yeah. know what I mean so um, letter columns being like yeah they are necessary you get that feedback from the audience directly to the uh, to the you know to the, the, to the creators yeah. cause I know that for me do I read them every now and then yeah. I think I think I, I read them more when they were like I knew that they were handwritten even if they reading them now um, 
It's still the same thing. What am I tripping off of? I've read some, but yeah, it just sometimes I'm like they're like five pages. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to read this. Well, Invincible was the only one for me. I would read. I'd read the letter. I read. I read some of them, but I would read. The, I, I I have my phases where I go in and out of it, but it's like yeah. when I'm reading them, it would be Invincible's letter column because they're the most consistent book. Yeah. And so reading that. Well, that you, and The Walking Dead has well, also letter columns. Like, okay, almost well, every issue. But it's like I never read. I never read. I never read. Read yeah. Walking Dead. But for me, I guess like the 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 reason why the, the letters columns works for me is because it's such a consistent universe. The fan base and audience, the time it takes to build it up, yeah. has been growing. So when they ask questions like, "Is so and so coming back?" or "What's up with this character?" Yeah. blah blah blah, Kirkman's the type of motherfucker be like, "Oh, you never know. Right? It yeah. might be coming. You know, check for this and that." Blah 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 blah, and it's like. You get you get the hints. Yeah. You get like you know, oh, is, is Battle Beast coming back, or he ain't dead, or that threat line, or that plot line uh, is gonna he gonna do something with that? Yeah. Because somebody else is questioning the same shit. It's the subplot you were speaking of earlier. Right, right. They is got it, up is it coming back, and right. Of course, he's gonna be like, well, you know, stay right. tuned. Right, right, right. We'll find and out he, if, he, he, if you keep watching. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it gives me side information where I'm like, oh shit, you know, this is dope. You know, okay. You know, there's hope in the future. Like, stay tuned, true yeah. believer. This is happening, and blah 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 blah. <laughs> so I'm like, big up. That's dope. And then, like I said, Archie had that. Um, when I think they they let us got them too. You know. Yeah. But you know. Did you have you ever written one? Mm-mm. No. Have you ever wanted to or tried to? Uh, I mean, just was like, eh, fuck it. Or like as a kid. I think I'm more. I'm more one of those. Um, I, don't I think it, and then I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind. I'm gonna make a sandwich. You know, you know what I mean? But yeah, but it's like I don't know. When, when it comes time to things like, oh, I really don't like this book, or blah 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 blah, or this yeah. character is amazing and shit. I just, I think it's for me to geek off of them. I, you know, I'll tell the creators when I see them in person. Yeah. And I'll see the uh, the editors and people that I know work on certain things to let them know in person. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to like, and it, but I'll keep it to myself where I'm like. This will be dope like this, and it should be this and that. I just keep it to myself, like, fuck it. Maybe I should say something to them. Maybe I should email them and be all proactive on the situation. But I'm just like, they got a plan. They got a plot. They know what they're doing. Um, You know, uh, I don't know. Like, I just, I read the beat in in person and tell you in your face. Yeah. I'm one of those people. I'm like, you know, emailing and and everything is too, too, it's too newfangled for me. Can't fuck with it. Oh, for me, it'd be like, I would have like a very passionate argument in my head. And by the time I get to write it down, I would forget it. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, damn, I'm not as angry as I was. Right, before. right, eh, right. screw it. Yeah. I'm just going to go. <laughs> like, I'm not fucked this shit. All right, guys. This has Is been... time already? Yup. It's already an damn. hour. That's, that's cool. Time five is when you're having fun. It is. Oh, you got a, you got a comic that you're checking for? Today? Or I didn't, I didn't go to the comic shop today. I... I got shit I gotta do but uh <laughs> I will say one of the comics that I'm checking for is um did I say I think I probably talked about it last, last next week. men was last week you talked about I thought next, next men yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well next this week. way I want to talk about uh, a newer book which is um uh ultimate two. Oh yeah you know, like the comic book which well, that's what we were talking about it last week yeah yeah, yeah. I think it's written by you said his name is E-Wing or something like that or yeah E-Wing something? E-Wing or something like that something and then E-Wing. like travel format is the artist on, on it and like I said, for mine, it's like it's one of the books where I'm like, mm, I hope he stays on this. I hope Travel stays on this book. Yeah. Um, I, I can understand the, the story and the plot lines that he's trying to like make happen right now. But I love his artwork. It's just I love his artwork. It's so psychedelic, uh, but so like realistic, rendered right in certain little spots and shit. It's like an interpretation of things. It's just I love seeing. It. I love seeing it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's that new 
giddy for me. I'm like, ooh, I like yeah. that. You know what I mean? When I look at his shit, like I, used to, I, I get that. I get that when I look at Arthur Adams pieces. I used to get it a lot more from Arthur's past. Arthur's old school artwork yeah. before I, there was anybody else around like him. Yeah, Before yeah, there right. were too many clones around him like that, then he matured his style into something. And then big up to Arthur, no doubt, for staying like a dominant force in comics uh, with his art style. Yeah. Like, you know, in the whole universe of comics going on and shit. Yeah. He, he is a fucking beast uh, in bread. Like Adam, like Adam, like Adam Hughes. Yeah. Uh, he's up there. He Like, he's one of those, he's one of the greats, you know, so he, he doesn't have to do interiors. He does uh, covers and motherfuckers love him. Right. <laughs> but you love when he does a book. And like, if it's Adam the same Hughes, with Alex Ross. Alex Ross, too. Yeah. Like, if, if like, if like the old school book, to do a book, it's like, that's a lot of fucking work. And, yeah. you, and you get, don't, you get, you make nice money, but it's like, they get less work, more, just nice money doing covers. So it's more like when you're at that level, it's just more of the, for the passion. You're like, I'll, it I'll, is, I'll do the it whole is, book it because is, I it love is, it. It is. And that's, these cats, that's why, like, Betty Veronica. Right. Like, that's why he did that. Like. Right. And these cats can do their own books. They did their own books. Yeah. And I think the thing with them is that, I don't know, like, doing their own books, it yeah. was like, I don't know if they hit the right notes that people love for them. I mean, like, like Arthur Adams doing X-Men, anything, amazing. Arthur Adams doing anything is dope. Yeah. When he put his own characters out there, I think it was too, like, people were like, hey, you know, you got to keep this up. What are you doing with this? It was Monkey Man and O'Brien. Love the shit. I picked it yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, he want, it's basically like this 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 uh, redhead who gets super strong like She-Hulk. Yeah. And then like uh, from from the radiation give off of this alien gorilla that crash lands <laughs> on the earth or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, she finds this, uh, alien, this alien gorilla from being around him and being exposed to his ship or whatever the fuck it was. She gets powers. She gets stronger, tougher, you yeah. know, taller, bigger, can't fit in her shoes and, you know, can't fit in her clothes and yeah. shit. Uh, but she's well off. And, like, she's able to, like, you know, have, like, you know, a new clothes and a place where she can have the monkey come, you know. Be, and the monkey's super smart, too. Yeah. And strong and big and all that shit. So he fucking, like, learns our language in, like, no time. And, Man. like, you know, he so she, she makes him a ward of her and, you know, they go on adventures and do shit or whatever. And it's like all his characters is like old school classic, like instead of the mole man, it was the shrew. Yeah. And he had like monsters underneath the ground and shit and he came up and he was like, I'm the shrew, you know, so. But it was like, everybody registered with certain notes. Yeah. So Adam Hughes did his own book back in the day too, I think, or he was supposed to. Did he come out? I don't think it came out. But it was just like, you gotta hit certain notes. So the fact that Betty and Veronica, Adam Hughes, is a classic yeah. with a new take from a, from a old fucking juggernaut. So it's dope. It's just all wins on all cylinders. You know what I mean? That's like if they, if if DC had. Well, put, that's why you're saying like the Ultimates too. That's right, right, right. So it's yeah. just like if you had um Arthur Adams on the Future Quest book. Yeah. Oh yeah, it would have been way different. It a lot of it would have been way different. It'd have been undeniable. Well, my pick would just be um, Why the Last Man, Brian okay. K. Vaughn writer. I think it's Pia Guerra or Guerrera. Mm-hmm. Probably the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the artist, mm-hmm. amazing fucking team. Mm-hmm. I think it was 60 issues. It's uh, just about it's the, the last man on earth. It's His name's Yurik Brown and he mm-hmm. has a monkey. Yeah. Keeping in theme of the monkeys. Yeah. He has a male monkey with him. And um, you go on a journey to find out why he's the only living man. The only living male, him and the monkey. And uh, it's becoming a show on in FX. A world full, in a world full oh, yeah. of women. All the women are still alive. <laughs> and some women want him to, you know, to do it. And others just want to kill him. And, you know, it's okay, it's so very crazy. The story is amazing. Bitches. And, like I said, it's going to be on FX hopefully next year, I believe. That'd be a dope interesting um, story. I saw it just, show. like, 
Last 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 month, but, I believe, or a couple weeks ago, they announced it. So I'm happy for Brian K. Vaughn. He's an amazing guy. He also does Saga, which you got to check out, JJ. I've been telling you, shit. freaking people amazing. People talking about it. I know what I, we were talking about. That I probably read it and be like, "This shit amazing. is dope." Why yeah. didn't nobody tell me? I'm like everybody told you. Yep. I'm like damn, I guess I was sleeping. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, this has been I'm Comics Podcast Episode Eight. I'm Josh Casper, and with me as always, JJ Kirby. And you guys can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under I Am Comics Podcast. Um, we're on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and iTunes. And you can check out JJ's Instagram on. What is it? <laughs> JJ Kirby Art. Oh, there you go, guys. Read on. Peace.